Yo, what's the crack? My name is Matthew Sharp and this is The Thought Floor. Cheers for coming down to my level. Today's podcast is about getting a dog and how the whole process went, trying to go down the rehoming process, trying to uh, look on Gumtree, trying to buy a puppy, taking our time and just the kind of things that I was exposed to when trying to find the, the little pup. So... I never had dogs growing up. Uh, it was never something that my mom thought was fair on the dog because she worked, uh, you know, nine to five, um, and I was in school as well. So it didn't really seem fair to get a dog and just have it in the house all day, especially when the whole point of getting a dog is to kind of companionship, isn't it, to spend time with it. So we didn't really feel that that was fair. I mean, I I would have still been happy with a dog, but mum just she had dogs growing up and she just couldn't have that um which is which is totally you know i totally get that so i've never had dogs growing up but it's always something that i i've wanted and i've been in contact with so many dogs now and there just wasn't really this right time to get a dog especially with the way i work i mean i was working for amazon still doing shows and trying to act and stuff and still living at home and Bethany she was working in the film industry so she was doing like 12 13 hours a day still living at home so it just wasn't really that time to get a dog but then eventually we did get a house and you know you spend time doing that up you spend time you know putting time and resources into that and it just you know in the back of your head you're still thinking yes we'll get a dog at some stage we didn't know that there would be a pandemic for a start and for us that was the perfect time to get a dog because i worked from home started to work from home and bethany's jobs had been pushed back so we were both at home for the foreseeable future and so the hunt begins and we looked at all the usual, I mean, there's so many good rehoming charities out there, you know. During the first lockdown, most of these places were actually closed and it was hard to, you know, get in contact with anybody. And when dogs, I mean, it was kind of like radio silence, um, which was which was fair enough and because obviously everyone has to deal with everything and they had so many dogs to look after and you know they're the kind of priority and you know so I was making sure that I was keeping up the date with what was happening on there and and then you know going on to like Gumtree and having a look to see what kind of you know if there was puppies on there and it's just crazy like at the start of lockdown it, it was just like overnight every pub they just added an extra zero it was so so crazy and diving deeper into like puppy farming and all that stuff you know there's just there's a crazy amount in northern ireland especially because of the border you know just over the border and stuff there's a crazy amount of stuff happening there there's dogs seized there's puppies seized like weekly it's crazy so i mean we're having a look on country but to be honest, we weren't hopeful because number one, they're asking extortionate price. And to be honest, I don't think you should really pay for a dog. You know, I understand paying for the care and, you know, I suppose the vet, vet bills up until that point where you take the dog, you take the pup, that makes sense to me. But having puppies for profit 
is to me it's just is not right so the hunt was on we weren't in a rush either to get a dog i think that played a vital part in actually getting a dog because there were so many bidding wars happening on like gumtree and stuff and i mean i don't know if the person obviously just wanted more money or whatever but it was you know you might message someone about a dog or a pup or whatever and they say oh this price one left this price i mean obviously there's haggling tactics in there and all sorts but it was like oh these are now selling for x amount and stuff and it just felt like they were either trying to get more money out of you or there was just so many people uh wanting dogs wanting pups that it just three four grand five six grand for french bulldogs and all like you're having a laugh like you're actually having a laugh so we weren't in any rush and that i think played a very vital role in in us getting a dog but long story short we actually found uh some japanese spits uh mixed with pomeranians being uh sold on, on gumtree for a very very good good price that just was a price that was covering what the person had spent on looking after these pups and it was you know i had messaged them we had created this kind of wee blurb about who we were and what we wanted you know what we wanted to offer the dog and what we could offer um and just a bit about our jobs and stuff and i think that helped as well because when he phoned me he said look i've seen your your message and stuff and you seem like decent people and you know there's a couple of pups left you want to come down tonight and you know at this point we were like out the back garden doing stuff in the back garden but we we, we ended up going down uh it turned out he, he was like a dog warden and he owned the mum and dad and we got to go and see the pups see the mum see the dad and that was a very 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 good experience and he didn't put any pressure on us getting them or anything um, and he actually told us that, you know, he had had over 150 messages, phone calls from people, his phone was constantly going, and he had even, like, people coming, uh, he said he, he had people coming, he wanted to take all the pups, and he just didn't feel right about that. Um, so it was very, very good vibes, and we ended up getting the wee Japanese Spitz, who is called Winter. Um, she has her own Instagram, uh, at WinterFoxNI, you can go on there and have a wee look at all the antics she gets up to. But um, yeah, so we got her and we, and we brought her home, and we didn't tell we didn't tell any of her family. So that was a, a nice surprise. And then the madness started, and the training started. And I'm just gonna skip the first six months. I'm just gonna skip because what I really want to talk about and why I wanted to create this episode specifically was because of i was sitting at christmas and i just realized that when you get a dog and you train it and it's your dog i suppose it's kind of like having a child in the sense like if someone who doesn't have one tries to do something you know tries to give you advice or whatever it's like you turn your nose up at it <laughs> because you ha you know what's best for your dog and this sense of like i felt this sense of like entitlement and this sense of like you know don't give my dog turkey and ham or you know whatever it was it was like i can't remember the exact scenario that sparked this realization that i was uh 
a dog snob is, is what I call it, but there was something happening with Christmas um, and it just was like, it put all these moments into perspective and it's like when you're out and I mean winter's off the lead now and she's quite good off the lead, her recall's good it's like when there's a dog that doesn't have good recall you know we take her down a hazel bank when there's a dog that doesn't have good recall or you know it's misbehaving or it's jumping up you know <laughs> we're like automatically like where is this dog's owner what is this person teaching this dog you know not those words but you know that's kind of what's going through our heads and it's just hilarious to to look back and being like well they're obviously not doing enough training or or whatever it is and you know like i'm, I'm not i'm not like that like, I, I don't care like it doesn't bother me but it, it's just something that's just started to happen you know our dog is obviously the best dog in the world and you know everybody feels like that that you know our dog's the prettiest our dog's the best at doing this you know and it's it was just funny when i had that moment of like like we we are a bit of dog snobs and it's like trying to give people advice about their dogs you know because our dog does this and maybe you know you you should yeah it's not even being as forceful as like well maybe you should do this but it's just maybe saying you know well this is what we do and you know maybe that would work for you or something and and i'm saying it with like this attitude because i'm over exaggerating how we would actually we actually say it but and it's just funny because it happens all the time it's like you rate the owners off how their dog behaves and then if their dog's misbehaving then obviously their owner's not doing enough and it, you know it's just funny so I thought, I thought I'd just come on here and voice that side of owning a dog rather than all the training stuff and, and you know, the journey of the dog. It's, it's funny to kind of look at yourself and think, hold on a minute here, cut yourself on. You know, like just because that dog's acting a certain way doesn't make your dog any better. Or, you know, sometimes like winter needs that kind of anarchy, that kind of, you know, unpredictable, dog to come along because then she'll be able to learn from it and learn you know what does she want does she want to play with it does she want to leave it alone or that teaches her as well so they all have their they all they all have their purpose and it's just funny walking her down like on the beach and stuff and seeing all the different personalities of dogs and and you know that we just rate their owners and we just i i just find that you know hilarious so yeah, maybe if you own a dog, maybe just, you know, <laughs> have a little think of if you if you do the same thing. And if you do, look, sure, I think we all do it, to be honest, but um, I'm just throwing it out there. Uh, hopefully you enjoyed this episode. Hopefully it's been beneficial, as always. And if you're thinking about getting a dog, go down the rehoming process. I know we didn't go down the rehoming process this time, but hopefully next time we will. And I would encourage people to have a look on there first. There's plenty of dogs that need rehomed. And guys, look, thanks for listening. Thanks for staying. And as always, you'll hear me in the next one.